your face. Happy anniversary, Sky. Happy anniversary. Man, a year. It has been a roller coaster. It has. It what has been a roller coaster. A this is our 51st episode. My goodness. And I'm just excited to do this with you. Let's go for another year. Thank yeah. you to all of our listeners for sticking with us for our whole year. I can't believe it's our one year anniversary. Let, how are we going to celebrate? Let's have some chocolate covered strawberries and champagne. Oh, I thought we could celebrate by talking about the impeachment. Well, also that. Yeah, we should also do that. Okay. <laughs> so welcome to We've Got Issues, Girl. We are a weekly podcast and we've been on the air for a year now. And whoa, we're a whoa, podcast whoa. for women who are curious about <laughs> politics. My name is Carrie. And my name is Sky. And wow, do we have issues. We've uh, got impeachment issues. Yes, this has been such a roller coaster week. I do sort of feel like I'm hitting another like COVID pandemic isolation wall. <laughs> oh, do this week, and I'm excited. David and I are going away for the weekend, which is why we're recording this super early. For yeah, folks we're recording this super Monday. early, so um, we don't really know the outcome of the impeachment trial yet. So yeah, um, yeah, we're but we we want to kind of fill you in because this this impeachment trial feels way different than yeah last time the first time Trump got impeached. Um, <laughs> I know, yeah, first which time was, sitting president has been impeached twice. Right. And so that was roughly a year ago, right? Like it happened like right around the time we were first launching the podcast. So um, we've never done an impeachment uh, episode, I don't think. So um, we'd like to kind of talk about it today, about the process of things. Um, You know, I love the process of things. You love the process. And the history and, um, you know, what kind of what we've seen so far, what we expect to happen from um, Trump's defense or Trump's, um, attorneys. And yeah, I, I'm not feeling great about this. How are you feeling about this? Do you think he actually actually will be removed? I I guess it's not removal because he's not president anymore, but well, and so that's another question that I have is like, this is much simpler than the last time because it's, really just like one article of impeachment. It's very simple that Trump incited an, an insurrection. Yes. Um, I think that's literally like what the language says. I can't, I, I have the full text yes. here, but, um, and so he's not a sitting president. I think that's what a lot of these, um, senators are use the Republican senators are using as their sort of excuse not to vote to, impeach him is that they don't even have the right to do that but this they all voted and and a majority of them said 11 republicans voted with the dems saying that they did have a constitutional right yeah to go through this process so and this is and we've talked about this before like the constitution at least in my understanding of it and i know that republicans and other people have a different understanding for it but like to me, the Constitution is more of like an outline, like a guideline right. of how the country is run. Yeah. I don't think we have to take it like so literally all the time, especially when it comes to things like, can you impeach a president who is no longer in office? Because right. the Constitution doesn't tell us one way or another, right? Yeah. It's so but there's kind a of- history and precedent to to do what they're doing now, right? That's, I mean, the idea is that the actions that he took happened while he was in office. So- Yeah, I mean, there isn't really any history because we've never impeached a president once they were out of office. So and that's the thing, like it's 
since it doesn't explicitly say so in the constitution, it's like, well, can we get like, and so I like this idea of thinking of the constitution as like up to interpretation, right? Like we can. And so then let's argue on its merits and argue. Let's, you know, you, you tell me why we shouldn't, I'll tell you why we should. And then let a jury decide. And I put jury in air quotes because in this case, the jury is the actual Senate. So the process of the impeachment trial is, I think, very interesting. It is a lot different than an actual trial in a courtroom. First, what has already happened is that in the House of Representatives, they first voted to impeach. They voted on the articles of impeachment, which, like you said, was one article. Mm So they vote yes. Technically, that means Trump has been impeached. Right. Because they voted to impeach. But what that mm-hmm. means is that they send the articles to the Senate for a trial. Okay. And so then what happens in the trial, like typically uh, the, the Senate will then decide whether or not to remove a president from office. And like that did not happen in Bill Clinton's case. That did not happen in the first um, mm-hmm. impeachment of Donald Trump. It did not happen in Nixon's case because Nixon resigned before they could remove him. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember that other dude because that was so far ago and I yeah. didn't totally read all my history lessons this morning. But <laughs> okay. so like it had that's another thing. Like there is no like it hasn't happened. So it's like, yeah. can it happen? And then this case, he's already out of office. So they're not technically voting to remove him from office. What they are, what they are doing is stripping him of his like continued presidential power that you get once you leave office. So right. you, he, he won't, he won't be able to run for office ever again. He mm-hmm. um, is not going to get like the same privileges that other past presidents get. Like, I think like um, secret service and mm-hmm. um, probably a salary and um, what else? Oh, like uh, Homeland security briefings. Like we don't want him to get any oh, of that shit anymore. God, so, no, please. Um, also, I think it just like also, makes a point too. like yes. you can't incite an insurrection and you can't try to overthrow an election and then think you can just get away with it you know what i mean no. like i think it makes a solid point like we can't just like let him get away with this and then let the next guy actually be successful in doing so yeah. you know what i mean like i think this is the way we stop the next hitler from happening or whatever you know what i mean like the i mean that in the sense of like his there has to be some kind of a repercussion and like people need to be dissuaded and you do that by um holding them accountable punishing them holding yeah. them accountable yeah yeah totally so what what happens in the senate after the house sends the articles of impeachment to the senate um there are like different phases and this is where it like really differs from an actual law and order courtroom you know <laughs> trial Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh my god my husband's gonna love that we part, do not own the rights to this music <laughs> <laughs> um okay so there are six different kind of phases in an impeachment trial so first they vote on whether they can hold the trial so like each side argues if it's constitutional to impe- impeach the president like can they even impeach him and so that's okay. already happened they did vote yes like you said um even Republicans said some Republicans said yes. Yeah, um, eleven eleven of them voted with us, and yeah. I didn't realize that that was part of the normal process and wasn't special to this case. 
that so that's just a way the the way the process goes yep yep cool that's the way the process goes and so then next are like the general arguments so kind of similar to like a courtroom except you can't really call witnesses at least it's never been done before but they uh, had all that video. They had all the video, which I thought was really great. And that's a way to like, I guess, introduce the evidence like you would in yeah. a courtroom without calling a witness. Um, okay. So each side has up to 16 hours to present their case. And so I mm-hmm. believe that the managers, um, which would be like the prosecution, the impeachment managers have already do- done their 16 hours, at least they're at this point, Friday morning, they have finished their arguments Mm -hmm. and then Trump's lawyers will now do their arguments. And I heard that they are only going to use up four of their 16 hours. Are you serious? These asshats, these, oh my God, what a joke. Which could mean one of two things. One, they know they don't have a very good case or two, they don't even care because they know they have the votes and it doesn't matter. That's also... Which I, my fear is the latter, right? Like that's kind of the way it's looking. They're not even going to waste their time. So then after each are finished with their arguments, Mm -hmm. um, the senators will ask questions. They get about four hours total for senators to ask questions, which is kind of cool because that doesn't happen in like the jury doesn't normally ask. Well, I guess they kind of kind of ask questions, but. It's just a well, little like, different, you know? Yeah. They don't ask questions in the courtroom, right? right. They ask questions right. in the, when they're deliberating. Yeah. And then, so after they ask questions, now is the time that senators can call witnesses if they want to. Mm. Um, okay. But first they have to vote on whether they can call witnesses. Oh, so okay. I believe that's what happened last year when Trump was first impeached is that the Senate voted no, no witnesses. Oh, okay. Um, so who knows how they're going to vote this time. Hopefully we can get some witnesses because I'd love to hear from some of those Capitol oh police. God. Yes. The Capitol police. I mean, we'll, you know, we'll hear from the lawmakers who experienced this obviously mm-hmm. live and in person. We already have. It's been so powerful yeah. to hear them I talk know. about their personal Terrifying. experiences. Oh Terrifying. my God. It's yeah. Just, um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. And then last, well, almost last, um, cl- closing arguments will happen. Okay. Um, they get two hours each, which is, seems like a really long closing argument, but yeah, um, that's well, fine. when you think about it, like they had 16 hours at the beginning yeah. to break present, like two hours doesn't seem like a yeah. lot compared comparatively. And then the Senate, there could be possible deliberation, but then they there's a full vote by the Senate. So, okay. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not feeling great about this, honestly. I don't, I do feel great about it. You do? Tell me (laughs) why. Tell me why. I don't know. I, I just continually feel like, and I guess maybe I've just been burned and I'm, maybe I'm just too hopeful and positive about this. We know this about me generally, but you're an Enneagram um, too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I don't believe that anybody can vote against it after seeing all of the evidence, but then again, we've been burned before. So, and some of these people just are, you know, stone cold assholes who don't actually care about the humans. 
Okay, so obviously we recorded a little early and we thought the Senate was going to vote today, but they voted Saturday and they voted to acquit Trump. The vote was 57 to 43, um, but because the Constitution says that the Senate needs two-thirds of the vote to impeach a president, uh, even though we have majority, Trump was found not guilty. They did vote to have witnesses, but then there was some negotiation and they decided to forego witnesses and just vote, which honestly, I'm not sure what witnesses would have even changed. Because um, I think these assholes already had their minds made up. I spent a lot of Saturday morning calling as many senators as I can, but I don't know. I pretty much just screamed into their voicemails. I don't think this could have gone any other way. Um, so yeah, Trump was acquitted. Uh, it was, however, the most bipartisan impeachment in history. So I guess we're getting somewhere. I don't know. I don't really know what else to say. Uh, but I just wanted to interrupt here to give a quick update. And you can continue listening to the rest of the episode. Like Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham met with Trump's attorneys last night. I saw that. Like that like, could never happen in a real life courtroom. No. Right? You can't meet with jurors. So that's crazy. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know if the votes are there. Well, first of all, the Republican party, like this is a whole other podcast. I feel like, cause oh like my God, they are I know. just having a fucking identity crisis for real. Like yeah. they want to, they want to hold Liz Cheney accountable for voting to impeach Trump. But then like, not do anything about Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is like a right. wackadoo, like going yeah. crazy racist and anti-Semite and what yeah. the hell? Like, who, what do you even stand for anymore? Like, yeah. How can you be a party and where your umbrella under the umbrella are both of these, you know, I know. And literally the only thing I know ideal. about the Republican party now anymore is that they're anti-abortion. Like literally that's the only yeah. thing I feel like they stand yeah. for. I don't they're know. They're only uniting identity. <laughs> I don't even know what they stand for anymore because it's not helping people and it's not no. moving Fiscal the country responsibility. Forward. None of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, I, I mean, if they tank this whole, you know, impeachment that's on them. They, and, 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 but oh, yeah. then like, I also feel like how, how are you ever going to run for reelection? A oh, Senate, I know. I mean, senator, the ads are already written, you know, yeah, for them. I know. Party. And like, in case, in case you forgot, AKA Meredith solo, a Senator represents <laughs> the entire state. So like, I can't imagine, I mean, maybe there's a few States that these senators, you know, will easily be reelected in, but I have a feeling in most States, it's going to be pretty hard when yeah. like, yeah, you're right. The ads are already fucking written and, the and ads are written and they're fucking scared. Cause Rob yeah. Portman, our yeah. Ohio Senator, Republican Senator is so scared and shaking in his boots. He's not even going to run again. He's, out, bro. I will not yeah. miss you leaving no voicemails, kidding. angry voicemails, because you never answer your damn phone. And I yeah. leave angry voicemails all the time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sometimes after I've been drinking too, I bet those sound amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> bye bye. I can't. Oh, yeah. What a spineless feck. Feck. Oh, that's such a good word. I love that word. <laughs> um, one time when I was working in the mayor's office, um, someone in the comment section called me a Oh, something <laughs> government fecker. I don't know something. <laughs> I love it. It, it. it was always stuck with me. Anyways, good. That's um, a good one. so so 
what has happened yeah. thus far in the impeachment trial? Well, so we've heard from the Dems. Um, I'm sure all of us have seen the footage, the never before seen footage of like the Capitol police officers being beaten. Like, yeah. God, I walked by the television one night and the, and it just happened to be on like the body cam footage of the officer being beaten yeah. by the insurrectionists. And I had to, I just started crying because it was so I hard to watch. Didn't, I mean, I knew it was bad, but then like hearing about all the Capitol police officers that were also like, some of them are missing fingers. Some of them yeah. have brain damage. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't know it was that bad. It like, they, it's, well, I don't, I don't even have words. Seeing the, t the actual timeline put together. And like, that's what I feel like the Dems really did well. And the managers presented this so well is that they really like pulled back and showed us that over the course of weeks and months, the president has been building this case. Yes. Um, you the know, big the, lie they're the calling big it lie. Yeah. The big and, it, lie. and he's still, he still is. And yep. that's why his de defense team, his entire defense team quit a week before this trial was supposed to start because he was telling them that he wanted them to just continue the big lie and yeah. say that the election was stolen. Whereas, you know, that has been proven over and over again, not to be the case. Yeah. So in case you didn't, you haven't watched any of this, the big lie is that like back in July, Trump himself on the campaign trail mm -hmm. started saying things like, I'm so far ahead in the polls. The only way I'll lose this is if they steal this from me. Oh, yeah. Or the only way that I'll lose is if the Democrats cheat. And that's yep. where it all started. And he laid the groundwork yep. because he knew he was already failing in the polls. He knew there yep. was no foreseeable path. And so then he did everything he could after he lost. He did everything he could, like through the courts. Not yep. going to happen. Like, you know, and then so then he did the things that he the, couldn't do like yeah, or shouldn't have done right, and started continuing the lie and then incited this insurrection the day yeah. of the vote the day of january 6th this the electoral I mean, college they, they, he stood out there and was like we got it that they, they stole gotta, this from us we're gonna win this one we, way or the other yeah we got to take you our guys know back. what to do basically yeah and that's that's the other thing is like a lot of the like lead up to this got buried because Trump was such a dumpster fire that the news every day was so deeply fucked up that we didn't remember things. But do you remember back in the summer when the Biden bus was in Texas and this caravan of supporters like swarmed the bus while they were driving? How terrifying that was. I mean, that was that happened because Trump used this like violent language to incite his supporters. And then he like tweeted congratulating them and calling them patriots these people who yeah. surrounded the bus yeah um in in a very dangerous and violent way yeah so he's been using this language to actively like rile his people up yeah yeah he has i mean i i don't i don't i think most people can see that i think probably well, every i don't know how i don't know how these republican senators can live with themselves if they don't see that you know what I yeah. mean? Like Ted Cruz, I, I agree. not you, bro. Like, yeah. I don't know how you can fucking live with yourself because it seems obvious, so obvious to me. So obvious. And I do really feel like the Dems have laid that out in a very clear way, in a way that like even just Joe Schmo watching on the TV at the, you know, six o'clock news can understand if they're watching it, you know? Yeah. Um. So I, I, 
feel good about the case the way it's been laid out so far. I think it's so powerful to see these videos never before seen. Um, yeah. And the defense team is such a joke, dude. Did you watch any of the video? Yeah. In the opening arguments, they agreed with the Democrats. Like they're like, oh yeah, they had a, they have an excellent case. It's like, yo, (laughs) what are you, what are you saying? They all have also argued that um, he has condemned the terrorists or condemned, like he hasn't really condemned anyone as harshly as like, we would have expected a president to condemn. Right. You know what I mean? Like even after um, what happened in Charlottesville. Yeah. When that man from mommy, Ohio. Right. right, Drove his car into the crowd of people and killed someone. Like he didn't even condemn them. Remember he was like, Oh, there's nice people on both sides. Yeah. So white supremacist. I mean, yeah, (laughs) condemning. I don't know. I don't see it. Like, obviously he didn't condemn them harsh enough because and, and that's the that's the whole reason that we need to impeach him and convict him, because these people still like these QAnons or these white supremacists or Proud Boys or Boogaloogas, yeah. whatever they Boogaloos. they without that, they're going to f- still feel like they have some sort of power or still feel yeah. like they are inflamed. And they they are like literally reading ev- into everything that Trump does. And yeah. they think he's like sending him secret messages. So whether or not he is sending him secret messages, just all Trump would have had to do is come out and say, listen, I'm against white supremacy. I'm not sending secret messages. Yeah. Please stop this. You know, and he never did that. He, like, he never did it. He, ne- he still hasn't he, done it. He still hasn't actually conceded that he's, the former no. president and his I defense think- team the whole time is not is is calling him the 45th president and not the former president i mean I, maybe it's just semantics but i do feel like they're doing it on purpose oh i don't like Isn't that, that fucking creepy yeah it's, it's weird and they truly felt like like the the insurrectionists on january 6th truly felt like they were doing trump's bidding they showed video the dems showed the dem manager showed video of people like reading Trump's tweets over a bullhorn. Like they literally thought they were oh doing God. what the Trump, the, what Trump asked. Well, yeah. Even like the, yeah, in, in the video when they're in the Capitol and they're like, Trump, you know, we're, we're taking back this country for Trump. Like Trump wants us here. Like the things they're saying, yeah. and, Oh my God. What about, did you see the video where they're like, Oh, Nancy. Oh my Looking God. Looking for dude. Nancy Pelosi. It's so creepy it's like straight out of a fucking horror movie oh nancy looking for nancy pelosi like oh my god i can't even imagine so creepy and like they want to kill pence they wanted to kill pence because they got trump like the oh my god and did you see the video of um romney so they some some of the footage that they use is security camera footage so there's Mm no audio so like i don't really know what they were saying but um there is footage of Romney and he like turns a corner he's walking down the hall in the Capitol and yeah. it's officer Goodman the oh, hero that's right yeah and he starts like you can tell he's probably shouting at Romney and he starts running and he runs past Romney and all of a sudden Romney turns to look at him and just takes off running yeah because he was walking right into the pit of insurrectionists oh my god it's amazing I mean I cried when I saw that I cried when I saw the police officer being beaten i cried when i about that because you you so you worked in dc like you you've been in the capital like how does it like it's crazy to think 
I mean, and I've, I've said this from the beginning, like that is such a building of, of like, you know, history. And yeah, you said so a couple of weeks ago, you said sacred to me. Sacred. And yeah, that really totally hurt me. Yeah. Like, yeah, because it is a very sacred place. And it feels impenetrable. Like I couldn't even bring, you know, my water bottle in with me when I had to work on the floor. It was, you know, it's, it's really a sacred place, a place of history. And it, you know, it's incredibly shocking to see the way that it's treated with such cavalier attitudes by, you know, those people who are just wandering around, you know, putting their poop on the walls and, and stabbing Capitol policemen with flags. Yeah. With like how patriotic is that? You're a fucking patriot. (laughs) God. Such like, garbage. You're a patriot, but you're tearing down our actual capital. Yeah, they don't actually believe in anything besides themselves and power. It's messed up, man. What a time to be alive. Do I say what? that every podcast episode? <laughs> I do. I feel like I say it a lot just in no, my life. I can't wait to like stop saying that. Like I thought I know. We would after Biden got elected. And it's like just, I don't know. It's not, no. it's not happening. Well, it because it's all like still happening and like the history of it and the yeah. The I I read something that was like, I'm tired of unprecedented times. I just want some a precedented yeah. day yeah like, or I mean, like that. I love it. although doesn't it feel like I feel like hope is like we're just right on the cusp of of hope like yeah. it's right around the corner like let's be done with this impeachment done with Trump um done with Get some good work done. like come on yeah all that go away like let's do the work to make that go away and reject yeah. it and then just move on so we can make a better country like I feel like we're on the verge of COVID be not being a thing anymore. Like Sky and yes. I just got our parents signed up to take the vaccine. They get the vaccine. Yes. Well, tomorrow, technically on Tuesday. Yeah. So we're so excited and it just feels like, okay, like breathe. We can breathe we're, again. We're almost there. We're almost yeah. there. So stay hopeful people, but also stay vigilant. Cause yes, the work is not done. It's just like, finally we can start actively pursuing good work the work is not done and you know what even when we get rid of these white supremacists and these trumpers we still have a lot of work to do sky and i've Mm -hmm. been talking about this a lot but if if you're not aware women have really been fucked by this pandemic and the problem is we've always been getting fucked and (laughs) the pandemic just like opened our eyes and made it worse for people i was on a um, call this week with women of toledo we're starting a responsive advocacy task force and um, there's some older women on the call and they're just so like fed up with, I mean, they, they fought about this in the sixties for yeah. in seventies for women. And it's like, we still don't have paid maternal leave. We still are the bearer of all childcare. And yeah. I mean, one woman was like, you know what we need to do? We need to like, for one day protest, shut down all daycare. None of us go to work and say, deal with it, figure it out. Good luck. And Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wow, I love this woman. Let's do this. They've done that before, like sex strikes or. Yeah, well, sex strikes for sure that they did sex strikes back when women wanted um, to vote when we were trying to get um, uh, the right to vote. They did sex strikes. Yeah, Um, I loved that show. I just finished it a few weeks ago. Mrs. America on Hulu. You couldn't get into it, huh? Yeah, I I thought it was really interesting. Okay, I'll try it again. Yeah. I'm so happy you're hopeful. I feel like you, I know. your optimism 
is balances my pessimism. Okay, good. That's why I'm we glad make such we a be... perfect couple That's on our right. one year anniversary. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Happy anniversary, Sky. I Happy love you anniversary. So much. Oh, you're my favorite friend. You're my you favorite so person and the love of my life. Yes. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks everybody for tuning in. Happy anniversary to all of our listeners too. We love you so much. We will be back next week with a brand new episode of We've Got Issues, Girl. Next Monday, in fact, we'll be back. So don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe because that always helps. Give us a little boost in the charts. I looked last week and we're starting at number 40 in government podcasts. So take that. Rush Limbaugh. I don't know. (laughs) So you have a podcast? I have no idea. (laughs) So goodbye, everybody. We love you. We'll see you you next week. Happy anniversary.